Cooking with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. My name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television. We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 119, baby! 119. I said that weird. How are you, Jimmy? 119. You pronounce it right? 19? 19. Yes, yeah. that's right. Hey, Johnny, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm in Georgia still. Ooh, and the uh, Sunshine State. Ah, uh, indeed. The Windy City. It's great. <laughs> is it hot as hell down there? Or it's is it pretty hot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was extremely hot here the last few days, so that's fun. It's good that it's everywhere. You know, I'm sure it's good for everybody. Right. But not only is it hot, it's also rained every day. Ooh, that is fun. That's yeah, a good time. Yeah. Uh, we're in a house in the suburbs. I'd forgotten. I think I talked about this last time. Air conditioning is like a normal thing for people outside of New York City. <laughs> yes. Well, and especially in the South. There's not a place that exists in the South that doesn't have air conditioning blasting at all times. Right. Especially and it's not in this the summer. afterthought. New York was like, oh, we should have air conditioning some places. Mm-hmm. Oh, the people are going to need to not die of heat stroke. <laughs> what if we <laughs> made some bigger windows or gave them vents? Mm-hmm. Or got rid of the asbestos. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that being said, I can't wait to come back, and I miss it so. Ooh, ooh, the world, baby! Yeah, it is. It's upsetting how much I really do think that. <laughs> Even though oh, I think agreed. it's like no, absolutely right. Knowing knowing what I know and knowing all the things wrong with it. And still thinking it's the greatest place on earth, I'm like, oof, this is wild. Yeah, it's uh, it's something. Yeah. Speaking of the greatest city on earth, you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Georgia, what is that, the Great Lakes State? I wanted to get one in because you guys both said a wrong thing. And I Thank thought you for I would being here. No, ours are right. Thank you. <laughs> Georgia, referring to Georgia as a city. Georgia, the windy city. Uh, Georgia. <laughs> How we doing? Georgia. <laughs> the wind blows through. Bush. Remember when Lil Wayne did Georgia Bush? Song about George Bush after uh, Hurricane Katrina hit? I don't, but I believe you. He did He did a song sampling uh, Ray, he, Ray, Ray Fox. Fox. Yes. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, called Georgia Bush, and it was about how George Bush really fucked up. Uh, Did it have Katrina. sound bites? Because I don't know Kanye if you guys remember this. George Bush does not care about black people in it. I think yeah, it actually might would. have. Uh, uh, which is always fun to think about when people are trying to be like, I just, I just miss having like a competent president. You know, someone like George W. Listen, Bush. In his defense, he was extremely competent at going to war illegally. So, yeah. No one else was president uh, exactly. during 9-11. I, 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 hear exa- I hear what you're saying. I would kill for George Bush to be our president right now. You, don't, you legitimately think George Bush would be just as bad I mean, right now? Yeah. It's a different yeah, it's kind a different, of bad. And it's, 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 it's a, you're a different, right, a different of kind bad. of bad that I would categorize as not as bad. Well, not as bad for you... For Iraqis, right? Pretty fucking bad, dude. Uh, yeah. Okay, fair. But like, the, I'm glad that we're talking about <laughs> and this. For, 
and for like I don't know international criminal what? courts and basic. Re- really quick, before we go too deep into this, uh, arrest and uh, charge the cops who there killed Breonna Taylor. Just, just get that, just out, get there. that out there. Yeah, put yeah, that on yeah, Front yeah. Street while we're here. <laughs> I will uh, say this: Trump can't throw a strike like George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bush would have it, handled I, a pandemic better. I think he would have listened to people. Sh- I think he would have taken sure. care of Americans better than Trump did. But yeah. I think he, I think, I just think he it's a pointless exercise. In the Middle East and oh, often you, wait, people, you, often you, people minimize the really horrific things that the Bush administration did. You don't think uh, a hypothetical of who would make a better president right now is a fruitful use of our time? <laughs> you know, when you log in <laughs> to your favorite Binging uh, with the Amish podcast and they're just rehashing Republican presidents. Who, who would be... Who, who would be a president, better president? I don't know. Any yeah, of the Aristocats. Who would be a better president? Uh, the mouse eating the, a cracker. Edgar the butler. We could, we could <laughs> form a triumvirate. That's worked out in the past, right? <laughs> yeah. We could have our, our own little yeah. troika. Uh-huh. Uh, and nothing Ooh, would go political. awry. I, I, I will certainly be wouldn't betray of the group. you and then hunt you guys in the Balkans. That wouldn't happen. Yeah. Was, it, was Trotsky part of a troika? I crazy? don't know. I don't believe so, but... Yeah. Yeah. Now's not the time, right. nor the place, nor the the moment, or the the yeah. medium. Nor What'd you cook convinced? this week, guys? <laughs> you're you're tuning in to. I thought I had some Russian words ready to go, and I don't have them. Sorry. The world is is in a bad state, and we're here to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's us. Uh, <laughs> do you guys know that Ava Gabor was one of the voices in the Aristocats? Is that right? I'm I sure never saw that movie. I don't know who Ava Gabor is, and I maybe saw the Aristocats when I was like seven, and then I never saw it again. We had a lot of uh, lower tier Disney movies in my household, and uh, this what was are the one upper of them. tier? Uh, I would consider anything in like the Disney Renaissance, in the like we're talking in Beauty the 90s. and the Beast, you know, Lion King, Toy Story, those Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah, Mulan. any of those. Mulan, uh, for sure. Mulan, for sure. Uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove, top Obviously top. the greatest movie ever made. Uh, and then also, like, the opportunity would be, like, early shit, like uh, Fantasia or, I guess, Snow White. But also, I, I'm not chomping at the bit to it's watch like Snow Silver White. Like Silver like, Age it, Disney. Right, right, right. And then uh, anything in the middle, in, like, the 70s, is, like uh, like, Robin Hood and... This movie, yeah, I was gonna ask when this came out. Is Sword in the, the Stone. 70s movie? This is 1970. What were you doing? Featuring the voice of one Scatman Crothers, who later went on to star in The Shining. Ooh. And take a very long flight. That's Joe. No, I know it's not the uh-huh. time or the place. Uh, also, Thrall Ravenscroft is one of the voices. No, and he is the no, voice he was of in Game of Thrones. The- Using them. <laughs> Stop, collaborate, and listen, <laughs> James. Uh, Thor Ravenscroft, the voice of the guy who sings the Grinch song. You're a mean one. Oh. He's that guy. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. There we go. Also, there's a racist cat in Super the movie. Super anyway, we were talking about creme de la creme. <laughs> yikes. Even by 1970s yeah, it's pretty students, bad. people were like, Jesus. Well, it's, it's on the heels of... Uh, uh, what's his name? Who's the short little fat guy? Mickey Rooney's turn as a Japanese man. 
I do that? remember that. Was, was that his character's Breakfast yeah, at was Tiffany's? That his character's name, just Japanese man. I <laughs> think so. It, was, it said, mm. and featuring Mickey Rooney as a Japanese man. Uh, yeah. What else do do we talk uh, about now? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to run your podcast? <laughs> Joe. Uh, I have been meaning to say something. Uh, I think that I don't have time to dedicate to the podcast. Yeah. John and I want to take a break. <laughs> well, how great would it be a transfer of power? So, I don't have time to dedicate to hosting. So if you want to host for a couple of weeks and have us both as guests. Ge- I genuinely, can we do that for sure, like 150? Yeah. <laughs> Just just to see how badly I fucked uh-huh. up in the beginning and how long I, I make you guys right. wait. It'll be like talk. a PTI episode with Dan Levitard. No one will care for it. <laughs> oh, boy. If anyone gets that, that's just crazy. <laughs> then then you have triangulated your interests into one person. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, what are we cooking lately, fellas? Uh, what have I been cooking? I, I sent you a photo. of yeah, uh, We made some tachos last night. Yes, you did, and I thought that they had chocolate chips on they them. They were tater they tots not. with black beans, cheese, cheese sauce, salsa. Uh, that might have been it. It was fun. It was a nice. Uh, they looked little... delicious and trashy. It was so trashy. It was trashy, a very fun. Yeah. Trashy as all mix. hell, but yeah, dude, those looked good as hell. We're eating super healthy during the week and then having unhealthy food on the weekend. So I had pizza for the first time since my That's whole thirty, which it. was delightful. What and kind of pizza? Made... Uh, we uh, from this place around the corner from here. Like it wasn't. I mean, it was fine. It was pretty good. Uh, it's called Italianos. They get real straight to the point. It was called Caprese, Georgia. I believe. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got one cheese close. pie, and then we got one ham, pineapple, and bacon pie. Oh, doing dual pork. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I like ham and bacon together. I think it's a nice combo. <laughs> Together at Listen, last. You're not. You're gonna find a welcoming <laughs> crowd with on that opinion here. <laughs> yeah, you'll 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 get no. Uh, we won't be turning you away for that. Uh, yeah. So some some trashy food, and then during the week made some healthy stuff. How about yourself? Love it. Um, I tried to make like imitation boneless buffalo wings. Um, from uh, like imitation, um, buffalo oh, wild dubs wings and i made them in the air fryer and they were fine they were just fine it's you, yeah the, yeah it's and the air do. fryer needs to be i don't know 600 percent bigger than it actually is cooking things in batches in right. that thing is really fucking annoying it's tedious um, should it be did, bigger and like come with the home and like have a dial on it and just yes. call it an oven yes correct it should just be <laughs> oven two and then that's where you air fry things <laughs> So, so you're thinking it should be sort of like a thing off to the side where there's a, like a bunch of hot oil in it that you can drop oh, things that's down a good into idea. and yeah, then yeah, pull yeah, them yeah. out after yep. a reasonable yep. amount of time. That's a very exactly. good idea. Yeah. You guys are picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> Wait, James, besides yeah. it being having to do it in batches, it just it doesn't come out as well in the air fryer? Like it's not crispy? Fine. Or? It's fine um, because, they're, because they don't go into oil and they're like... There's not going to be that yeah, same and crispy... And the flour doesn't go away as well. So like they're... You have oh, to you put, put it, you flour have it on it for the breading. Yeah, I mean, a lot of wings aren't breaded, but the boneless <laughs> the buffalo, buffalo wild, wild wings, wings are. Wings are. Uh, and like also, the boneless yes, ones. Boneless, yeah, that's what I said. Boneless wings, boneless wings. 
Should I go back in time a little bit and I can Boneless wings are almost entirely... If I get a boneless wings no. and they're not breaded, I'm punching someone in the face. You, you've... Johnny, you have been in this house for uh, whatever it is. It's been too yeah. long already. You've you've lost all your all your northern condescension. <laughs> oh, I'll get it back real quick. You poor people that I have a podcast with. <laughs> the, <laughs> the air fryer is uh, it's it's not great for making things exactly like other yeah. things, like in right, terms of fried sure. options. But it it's like it does phenomenal, like uh, diner level bacon yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah. It's, there's, I mean, yeah, if no, you don't want to heat up your whole kitchen in July, it's a great source of... Yes, I've, I'm enjoying yes. using it, but it was just... The wings were just slightly disappointing. But uh, I in did my make, defense, I James did make keeps an calling Asian them wings. So I, I made an Asian zing sauce that was fucking delicious. I'm not allowing you to defend yourself because it was <laughs> indefensible, Johnny. What you said, no defense. I mean, I know that you have an incorrect opinion about this, but boneless wings are not wings. <laughs> I know they're not wings. I enjoy them, but they are. When you think <laughs> boneless wings, there's a very specific thing that you think, and it's not order. It's not order unbreaded chicken. The gentleman from New York will lower his uh-huh. voice. I will scream. I will peek my mic. <laughs> uh, Jamie, you got to try do the, whatever that breading was that you did. Do that, but for cauliflower, and then toss it in either that Asian zing or some buffalo sauce, and it is okay. fire flames. I'll give it a shot. I do I also, like a, a breaded cauliflower. It's so good. In. It's not. It's not the same no. as like a deep fried cauliflower, but it's it's clo- it's closer to like um, you can get it fairly close to like uh, almost the breading on Mc, uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah. I wouldn't say closer to that. Um, and then I also baked another batch of um, chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, let's talk about this. You're you're Just a cookie man now. Dank, dude. I'm a big time cookie man, especially with this recipe. This recipe is bananas. They are so goddamn good. It's, Your cookies look fantastic. You, it's from. It's Where did just you acquire from, the I recipe? Think it's from Tasty, or it's from BuzzFeed, or some. Better not be Bon Appetit. You better not say Bon Appetit. Uh, no, it wasn't. You said it was the recipe. Cookies from bon it was, um, I think it was from uh, Delish. My I don't bad. remember, but it's like a brown butter. But they look brown fantastic. butter chocolate chip cookie, right? Yes, it's from Tasty.co. Tasty, my bad. Um, yes, Woo! it's a brown butter. Um, Chocolate chip cookies, yeah. So you brown the butter and then mix that with, uh, and it's dark brown sugar and then regular sugar, and there's chocolate chips and chunks of uh, dark chocolate and vanilla extract and espresso powder and a bunch of other stuff. It's just, it's fucking unreal. You do love baking. It's fun, dude. I've been enjoying it. You love a dough? I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big dough guy. Everyone knows. Team dough. Uh, What size (laughs) cookie is your ideal cookie that you've been making? These have been... Big. This has been some thick daddies. Um, I love a big yeah, cookie. Only been, there's only been 12. A whole batch makes 12. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> I love a cookie that can get crispy on the edges and still be raw in the middle. I think that's yeah. Still be that's nice like a and, perfect cookie oh, yeah, consistency that's the move. for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm right there with you. And about the size that James – maybe a little smaller than what James has been making, but like for what you've been making, I like – as like a well, I'm I'm gaining yeah, five pounds this week. And that's why I'm eating. The this photo thing. James sent us of right. the cookie had it was the biggest juxtaposition of something that looked fantastic and something that looked <laughs> horrifying. Can you describe for the people, James? What <laughs> I had going- eaten I had eaten one cookie with a fork because it was blazing hot right out of the oven. So it smeared chocolate all over the plate, and then I like. I like I like you being a fancy boy though, who like has I've prepared my one cookie. I'm sitting down with a plate. You put a bib 
over your over your whole nice fancy mm-hmm. shirt, and you sit down with like a prim proper sterling silver fork and knife. Yeah, I had a friend who would eat a Snickers bar, and I didn't want to keep burning them. I had a friend who would eat his Snickers bar with a knife, knife and fork uh, in the middle of his meeting with George Steinbrenner, <laughs> and. <laughs> We also have a friend who would eat a Snickers bar by heating it yeah, up he in the microwave, but we shan't talk about it here. Um, oh, that's right. I f- my, mine was a thing from Seinfeld, and I forgot that yours is a real idiot in our lives. We have a real-life <laughs> example in our friends. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's what I've been cooking. Um, nice. Joey, what about you? Hell yeah. Uh, it's been fun. We've been bopping around to a farmer's Ooh. market nearby and kind of just picking things up when we're like okay, we need two vegetables. Let's go see what they have. And sort of giving ourselves little chopped challenges, as it were. Um, and so we... Have you ever had, like, uh, candy-striped beets? Candy-striped beets. They, they're like, if you cut through them, they look like... Uh, uh, almost like the spiral oh, of a candy fun. cane. Uh, and i I got to be honest, I'm kind of getting into beets and radishes. I'm turning into a little I radish. Like radish. I love. Yeah. Beets, beets I don't. Trash. Beets, I, I would have thought the same, but we've been the way we've been combining them with things. Like we had them with like this, uh, it was like you know fresh lettuce and uh, some good like goat cheese feta. Yeah, or goat milk, goat's milk we've feta. We've talked rather. about uh, beets before, and I like Joey. You and I were similar in that I don't like them, but if they're prepared well, I will eat. Like I, I went to that fancy dinner in yes. uh, Canada over valentine's day and we had beets and they were very good so i don't i think i just need total game changer. the right people to prepare them but in general i think beets taste like dirt <laughs> and that i will give you uh and then the at that same market we got uh a three and a quarter pound brisket that uh we seared nice and good and then we braised it for three hours in some mm. nice red wine uh with uh, some mirepoix and all that good stuff. And man, oh man, oh man, did that John come out fresh. And we have been enjoying it for three days now. We just had uh, left. We used its leftovers to make brisket tacos. I had like a little brisket sandwich from it yesterday. It's been that sounds phenomenal. delightful. It does sound lovely. Um, did I get anything else? Oh, uh, we are officially moving, and the new place we can like grow a bunch of our own shit, and we're very excited to like get a little mini farm going, Ooh, as it were. Herb garden and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The people who live directly below us are literal farmers, and have like a whole fucking setup out front of. Uh, J- James walked by it. He can tell you. Yes. <laughs> tell just, me. I, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to do, do it any better than you. Just did you just sneeze? Shut up. I'm fine. Yeah, they have like a whole little plot out front, which is very nice. Yeah, super chill. Very exciting. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, should we talk about uh, whatever this podcast is about? <laughs> sure. Ooh, very good. My compliments to the chef. Yeah. Hey, what's up, no. guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week I forgot to shoot that sort of intro walk-in shot, so we're diving right into it. And for creme de la creme a la Edgar, we need crackers, what kind of look like Ritz crackers to me. Well, so we've got Aristocats pretty well covered, right? It's... All right, so he makes he makes a cracker. Well, just to, just to quickly sum up, uh, John, it's a bunch of uh, cats, but they're in the bourgeois, and they're taught how to live uh, a fun life by jazz cats, and then they go back to oppressing those jazz cats. 
Anyway. Now, if this is dumb, please forgive me, but I can't help but notice that the word is very similar to aristocrat. Here's the thing, John. That was a mistake. They didn't even try to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a happy accident. <laughs> uh, well, can we talk about creme de la creme a la Edgar? Because he put sleeping pills in the creme de la creme, and that feels like the most important thing for us to discuss. Sure. Well, that was in the movie. It's not like he just made that choice. <laughs> that would be the no. I know. I'm not saying the Babish did it. I'm saying out of nowhere. I'm saying this. This man used sleeping pills from the 70s, which which are essentially lewds, and gave them to tiny cats. Yeah, dude. How are you going to put cats to sleep? Yeah. With lewds. I'm saying, why don't we still do it? Because there are no oh, more. Lewds, yeah. No, we're on the same page. So now we just got a bunch of hyper ass cats running around. It's a problem. <laughs> I got a, I got twelve feral cats in my backyard. I got to put to sleep. I would love mm. some ludes. And are they bourgeois? No, these are the jazz cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Are they French in this movie? No, they're are they like Russian. They're like <laughs> their name. No, it is Paris in nineteen ten, but they're all they all have English accents because you weren't allowed to be French in the seventies. That's Disney. right. Uh, the the mother cat is named Duchess, and the three kittens are. I'm reading this. I'm not reciting it from memory. Uh, are Berlioz, Marie, and Toulouse, and they live with a retired opera diva named Madame Adelaide Bonfamille. Her, her name was literally Toulouse, means good family. Was it a Toulouse Lautrec reference? <laughs> if I yes. ever took on, if I ever it took is? on a nom de guerre, my name would be Toulouse. Toulouse. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Mine would be uh, potato uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have a, no. Because I grew up next to hidden deep cover behind enemy lines. His name is Potato Boy, and they go, "Oh, oh, I know, the, I know who that is." And then they go and they find you oh, immediately. Oh, you mean the Potato Boy? <laughs> it's potato with an A. <laughs> <laughs> Just to blend in. <laughs> Patata. <laughs> oh, uh, anywho, yeah. It's uh, a, it, so he makes he makes uh, Ritz crackers, which look fantastic. These did look really good. Ritz a fine yeah, cracker. Awesome. As much as I hate dough, this was at least I ended up being extremely charmed by this episode. As much as I don't ever want to be charmed by his episodes or his antics, at the end that giant <laughs> cracker he made, what a delight! What a yeah. true delight! Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah, it's always nice to be reminded why fun. we started this podcast. <laughs> right, we did like yeah, this yeah, show yeah, at yeah. one point. Right, I don't. I, <laughs> I and I also would like to say it's not that we ever like fully hate it. There's parts of it that like grind on you occasionally, but it's still yeah. It's still a guy who cooks really well, and it sounds nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, a couple. We have to specify every couple episodes. We do like this show. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. However, familiarity breeds contempt. Yes. It's it's just a natural thing. Right. Yep. You get familiar uh, enough with George Bush, you're going to see some holes in his policy. <laughs> All I'm saying is... No. <laughs> <laughs> we go right back to it. <laughs> uh, is uh, What are some of your favorite things to put on a Ritz cracker? Oh, the mice that um, I found eating it. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't put anything. Uh, I don't think of Ritz crackers as vessels, crackers that you eat with other things. Well, you know who disagrees with you? The back of the box. <laughs> oh no, I understand, but I think that's. I just think that's a propaganda attempt by Ritz 
to, to basically be like, because, because they can't just be like, hey, you're going to eat a whole sleeve. We know you are. Yeah. They have to be like, what if you did just, this? just what if you put a little peanut butter and jelly on just here? to fix Ugh. this, right. to, no. just to fix this bag to your mouth and push in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. right. That's what I'm popping them like fucking Tylenol. Just blah, blah, blah. I would say that's oh, that's so probably good. number one, and then really all the rest tied are either like peanut butter or like peanut butter is a be, classic. Be part of a cheese plate because mm-hmm. they're if you want to like keep a cheese plate humble, throw some Ritz crackers on it. You know? Oh. Listen, if you want to, if you, the most pretentious I'll ever get is if I see someone put a cheese plate out with Ritz, I'm like, what a, what a peasant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a bold stance that they're going for by putting on the back, like, ooh, put some Gruyere. It's like, there should just be a big sign that says, if you're eating these in bed, that's probably accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, you know what's good is I've had squeezy cheese with Ritz. Yeah. And that oh, feels like, and that feels like Ritz is playing down, right? Where like Ritz on a cheese board is definitely like it's it's it, it's it's underdressed. It's like it's like you showed up to a wedding in in a polo, it's, and you're like, oh no, this is a black tie affair. It's, it's right. British feudalism being brought to right now, and and mm-hmm. then if you give it some squeezy cheese, it's the monarchy of the of the 1400s all over again. I think it would be a fun social experiment to have a party, and on one tray you have, like, a full charcuterie board. You have, like, water crackers and nice cheeses and prosciutto. And on the other one, you just have a bag of beef jerky, a tube of easy cheese, and a thing of Ritz crackers, and see which one gets eaten more. Yeah. Oh, the beef jerky, 100%. The problem is it just depends. Well, it depends on what your party is. I mean, the party is, this is a an experiment. Super Bowl party, or is this like what is this, or is it like five friends hanging out having wine? I think it's a gathering of twenty people. It's a gathering of twenty celebrating the end of COVID nineteen. Yes, we can finally have twice the amount of people we've been told we can have. Which also stop having a bunch of people in your homes. Everyone, yeah, everyone, yeah. Stop. stop having parties, idiots. Yes, please stay home, wear party. a mask, shut up. I want to see my family eventually. Please, God damn it. Um, Either way, that's going to be a farty ass party. Yeah, <laughs> those are the only two storms. <laughs> Cheese, meat, and bread. Everyone, shut yeah, up. That's a party you hang at for twenty minutes and say, "We got to get and out there's of here." Only, I got to be near it. There's only one bathroom, and it is going to be in use constantly. <laughs> yeah. Only one bathroom, and it opens directly on the living room. <laughs> I will not be a part of this. <laughs> I'll go outside before I ruin this party. <laughs> Oh man, uh, the crackers he made looked great. Have you guys yeah, ever they had? Good. Uh, they looked uh, club crackers. I like a club, not as much as a Ritz, but I like a club. I don't like a. I really don't like a club because it's square. They're, club are too too buttery, too greasy. I hear you. Ritz are Ritz are buttery in um, a manageable level. What is it in like taste and all, but but they don't leave quite the residue on your hands that club crackers. When do. I was, we always had Ritz crackers. In, in my house and then my aunt always had club crackers and I remember going over there and being like oh my god their crackers are just sticks of butter and I w- you guys <laughs> you guys know my affinity uh, so we're, what do we're you aware mean? so I'm just sitting there dipping <laughs> club crackers in country crop <laughs> wait that like this whole time when you said like it was a hummus. spoon was it a spoon made of club cracker <laughs> it was a, a spoon made of more butter <laughs> um, oh man uh, I remember uh, before when I was in Brooklyn, before I was in Georgia. Yes. Uh, we and my girlfriend and her roommate 
uh, her roommate would make this dish when we were being very unhealthy mm-hmm. uh, called poppy seed chicken. That was like chicken and cream of chicken soup. Uh, it was like a, a, a very hearty like casserole, and it was topped with just straight up crumbled Ritz crackers, Fuck. and it was delicious. Oh, yeah. There's a thing yeah. in uh, at least Rhode Island, and I'm guessing parts of the other parts of the Northeast called stuffies. You guys know about stuffies? Are they like crabbies? Mm-hmm. No, very different. Uh, it's essentially just no. These don't sound good. <laughs> it's just so picture like a stuffed shrimp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of like bread crumbs or whatever, it is stuffed with just minced Ritz, uh, and it is a fucking buttery delight. That That's sounds great. It. Nothing else. I mean, uh, maybe, but what you really get, what you're really tasting, is just like sure butter okay. infused okay. Ritz powder. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. That rules. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on creme de la creme? Oh yeah. Okay. So he makes what he calls hot vanilla, which is intriguing. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's it's cream, vanilla, nutmeg, sugar, sleeping pills. So yeah, sleeping pills <laughs> and something something else. Nutme- uh, cream, vanilla, nutmeg, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh yeah. And sugar. It sounds intriguing. I would drink a cup of it, but I don't think I think like a sip or two would be enough. I would want it cold. Am I weird that I would want it cold? And then, I would want my vanilla I, vanilla chilled. Uh, right? Yeah, if you put it in an ice cream machine, churn it, then I would like it that way. <laughs> no, but I, I'm even saying if it was a refrig, if it was the same consistency, right, but was chilled like a, like fridge temperature, I think I would like that more than hot. How does this fit in with your hatred of, like, whipped cream? Because that sounds not that far off. If you, like, cold cream, I feel like it's going to be thick. No. I, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I, I wouldn't want it to be thick. I would want it to be the same. I would basically want it to be, like, vanilla milk. Like, like instead of a chocolate yeah. milk, it would be a you, vanilla you, you milk. You want a Nesquik vanilla milk is what you want. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. But if it's, like, let's say it's the consistency of, like, you know, like a thick hot chocolate. Like, it's that cold. Like, that probably wouldn't be that good. No, probably not. Also, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not the biggest hot chocolate fan. Mm. They just had it as a reward on an episode of Survivor, and I just. I was not. I was like, this doesn't really feel. I. I never really go for it that much. It's in the tropics. It was yeah. It was well. They had it in a place where it was like the cold season or whatever. But it was what still. What season are you on? Uh, we are halfway through season nine. Ah. All right, guys, you have 45 more seconds. Wrap it up, go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just watched the greatest love story ever told, and I can't believe that I ended up. Uh, finding it not hating Boston Rob. Hey, you've come around. I've come around. James, season nine. I haven't seen season nine, but I hear it's great. Uh, Vanuatu has been very fun. It's weird, we but We just fun. finished season 36. <laughs> uh, so I, I'll send you my list, but I'm very top-heavy on the back half of Survivor. I feel like by the time you get halfway through, I'll right. have finished the back half. And with, between the two of us, we'll be one insufferable person. <laughs> this has been Gabbing with Probestish. Anyway. James, back to you. <laughs> Guys, I think we have a correspondence. We sure do. Let's do it. This comes to us from Martin, spelled very... Uh, Dutchly? Very, <laughs> very Dutchly slash... Is this the potato roll guy? Is okay. this the potato roll guy? Slash uh, Bel- Belgium-ly. Bel- how do you say Belgium as an adjective? No, you did it perfectly. Belgish? Bel- <laughs> Belgian. Belgian, duh. This comes to us from Martin, M-A-A-R. Wait, wait, answer me before M-A- this. M-A-A-R-T-E-N. 
Okay, so this is not Mr. Potato Roll. It is. It does feel like a, more of a Dutch spelling. Anyway. Okay, continue. But who am I to tell that to someone who is from in Belgium? Uh, oh. He says, hello there, fellas. I started listening about two years ago because my English was not good. I, oh, I just, oh, no. Before we continue reading, I just want to say, I don't know how you ended up on us as people to teach you, but thank you, I hope. Uh now in July, I finally realized that Joe is the guest. Parentheses always has been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Love you, Martin. Uh, my quarantine was supposed to include a lot of cooking, binging, and gabbing, but because my school decided that students in the last year of high school don't know what it is called in America. It's him in parentheses saying that. And uh, Martin, just for the record, we also call it high school. Uh Decided that students in the last year of high school should study and work until they have breakdowns. Oh, my God. Uh, I survived two breakdowns, and now I finally have a diploma and time to cook again, and soon uh, my vacation job in a restaurant will start. So, yeah. Love your show, guys, and sorry about the writing. You have a fan in Belgium. Adios. Verstürd van af mein iPhone. Which I believe means I have an iPhone. Sent for my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a fun thing to end your emails with i have an iphone (laughs) and then it just says and it just says sent from an android (laughs) first off martin uh thank you for writing and secondly i'm so sorry to hear about your breakdowns man uh that sucks that that happened and uh james and john are celebrating it i was sad the whole time but uh i i am fist pumping the whole time <laughs> while you were saying that you're mentally no dude that sounds terrible however at the same time i guess it shows that you guys take education pretty seriously which we do not hear sure at all don't. no we're and look what happened we're trying to turn it into a pyramid scheme it's very fun mm-hmm. yeah baby right. uh, congrats on your diploma and your vacation jobs yeah. And uh, you're going to have more time to cook and, and gab. And and thanks for tuning in here to learn the beautiful English language <laughs> that from, from us, the best English it's, speakers there it's are. Almost right. like, it's almost like, it's like, what's the slowest and worst way I could learn something? Oh, I know. I could listen to or, Three Fools. Oh, yeah. Or he was like, what? If, how can I listen to people who have the intellect of like a, of like a 14-year-old English speaker. The okay, best I got way it. to learn English is listen to three people speaking at the exact same time <laughs> over each other. Yeah, correct. Right, triplicate. There you go. It just condenses it all. Right, yeah, you know? yeah, It's like when you practice swinging a baseball bat with a donut on it and then you take it off. It's like, oh, it's easy when you only <laughs> oh, have one person talk at once. My God. <laughs> He's going to be like that guy from those Wendy's commercials. Do you guys remember him, the guy who talked real fast? Dave Thomas. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Thank you very much. Verstud van off mein iPhone to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boys. All right. (laughs) Guys! If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, Those still help us out. If you want to follow us for more content, we are at GabbardFab on Twitter. Uh, We are GabbardFabish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us uh, emails like Martin did, uh, send them to gabbingwithfabish at gmail.com and we will read them and we will love you forever. Goodbye. Okay, the Gabs and Taylor.